Behoovian Top and your TARDISes, you're listening to Doctor, huh? huh? Peace on Earth? Two Christmases? <laughs> Our Lord and Savior Christ was born on Christmas Day to save us all from Satan's power when he had gone astray? A good Christmas oh, episode? Oh, tidings of comfort and joy? Explain that, atheists. I'm Jordan, and last Christmas I gave you my heart. Oh, what kind of man am I? It's me, Sam. <laughs> <laughs> Sam, I, I uh, I have a, I have a little mystery. I have a little th- something, something weird. I found something a little strange, something a little silly. And I want to uh-huh. share it with you before we start talking about. Well, this is talking about Doctor Who. This is a Doctor Who. Do we like tell people what our podcast is? Is a Doctor Who podcast where we watch Doctor Who in random order? Is that good? Should we say that just so people know? Just in case. They know. They don't know. I'm going to start saying it. Okay. For various reasons that I will maybe explain later in the episode, if I remember, I was wondering if British television gem star screenwriter comedian Richard Iowati had ever done any work with Doctor Who. Mm. So I looked up Richard Iowati, Doctor Who. And I saw something kind of interesting. It said that, that not only has he had some involvement, it says he directed an episode... And he directed two specials. And I was like, huh, okay, let me see. I didn't know that. That's kind of cool. Which specials did Richard Iowati direct? I think I did know that he had done some. Well, let me read you. So here are the three episodes that he's directed. Uh, Too Much Life is a Dangerous Thing, Night of the Pumpkin Heads, and Rebel Art Season. Now, there's something a little strange about these episodes, Sam. Do you want to know what it is? Um, They're all bad. They're not real. (laughs) They're fake. I have discovered, and I'm going to send you a link, I have discovered Doctor Who Fan Series Wiki, which is a wiki chronicling Doctors 14 through 24, none of whom obviously exist. Um, notable stars, <laughs> notable stars, um, everybody knows the 23rd Doctor, uh, played by Charlie Cox of Daredevil fame. Okay, well, I see right there, uh, <laughs> Dr. Kunk, the 21st Doctor. <laughs> I love that character from the Secret Life fanfic that we read that one time. Please tell me you've seen Philomena Kunk. I haven't seen Philomena Kunk. Is that, is that, uh... That's Diane Morgan. Diane Morgan, yeah. So she played... You gotta check out Kunk on Earth. She played the 21st Doctor, and the thing about, the thing about Doctor Who fan wiki, which contains, it just, it really depends. So, like, season 14, if I click on 14th Swap, or 14th Doctor, it says Swap, Cunning, and Chaotic, the 14th Doctor, who, who, you know, Shuti Gatwa, as turns out your job is already done... You don't need to even care. You don't need to be here. Arriving in 41st century London, following her regeneration, the doctor quickly met Detective Elias Danielson. And, like, you read through this, and it could be Doctor Who. That just, Can it's I like, ask you a quick question? Yeah, 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 yeah. So Richard Iowati hasn't done any Doctor <laughs> Richard Who. Richard Iowati has, as far as I can tell, never directed a real episode of Doctor Who. So so that got incepted into my brain by you putting the, the thought out there. I just accepted it as fact. Uh-huh. As in, oh, I think I did hear that. Surely, surely Richard Iowati has written or directed or appeared. No, no, only in the fake ones. Now, I, my favorite thing, you can click on any 
Doctor. 17th uh-huh. Doctor. As I am. 17th Doctor played by Dev Patel. He looks I like thought, I thought that doctor. was Dev Patel. Yeah, he looks like he'd make there. a great Doctor, and it has all of his companions, and it's got a season story. Now, my favorite, though, is 23rd Doctor, because he is played by Charlie Cox, who people like. And here's the description, you know, words and words and words and words about these imaginary Doctors. Here's the one that's Charlie Cox. It says... The 23rd Doctor was the 12th incarnation of the Doctor's second regeneration cycle. Biography, none. Personality, none. Appearance, <laughs> none. The, doctor, the 23rd Doctor... What is this? <laughs> the 10th Doctor all over? I'm just kidding. I'm the that, 23rd Doctor resembled a man of average height in his 30s, possessing lightly colored skin, brown eyes, and a twirl of short brown hair mirrored with a brown beard. So basically they just said, this one's, this one's Charlie Cox... I decided to do a neutral doctor this time. (laughs) This one's Charlie Cox, and I will provide no additional information other than the fact that he looks like Charlie Cox. Okay, so this is a group of friends. This is a specific group of people running this. I was going to say, like, who decides? Can I just go, actually, the 25th doctor, uh, let's say Ricky Gervais. Oh, no. They're like, no, we don't want him. I didn't know this was publicly available. I'll tell you who I'm kind of dig. I kind of dig. The twenty second Doctor, played by uh, played by Danny John Jules. I don't know who that is, but he he looks like a good Doctor. I would watch this. I would sure watch this. Be a good kinda, Doctor. He looks like he kind of he kind of is doing. He's kind of giving Tom Baker a little bit. He's he's cool. I like him, even though he's not real. <laughs> I'm. I am. It is so surreal to look at a Photoshop of Diane Morgan as Philomena Kunk as the twenty first Doctor. This is really, really upsetting to me. Isn't it strange? Like, like I think the really weird thing is that I kind of fell for it uh, at first. Yeah, oh. you for a minute there, you were like, ah, "Did they have they done twenty four well, of these I things?" Really? Yeah, it was like twenty third season. I also really like uh, Richard Madden's eighteenth Doctor, which seems to be a picture of him like sitting in an interview or something that's been photoshopped. Like, it doesn't really look like he's doing any Doctor Who activities. But luckily- no, I mean, none of these look like. Stuck on Earth, the Doctor's resources were more limited, and therefore his main outfit was a gun-gray suit, which he kept buttoned up as much as he could. Unfortunately, in this time period, you know, those roving gangs of suit rippers were always trying to tear that chest out. So he had to- This is so goddamn weird. Isn't this really fucking strange? I mean, I guess at the end of the day, is it? No. No. I, the only thing that's but weird about not, it is how much of it there it, is. It doesn't have the depths of a super nanny wiki- now, hold on. Shut up. No. Yeah, shut yeah, up. Okay, hold on. Because I'm uh, I'm hovering over the drop-downs for Companions, mm-hmm. and I moused over 20th Doctor, and what if I told you the 20th Doctor, which one is that again? That is, 20th Doctor is the one played by uh, an actor who I don't know who he is. Um, it is Lenny James. Well, Lenny James uh, is blessed to have as one of his companions the master. Now that listen now, hey, can I hold now on a second? Can I can I can I throw out a proposal? Listen, we all love Rusty T Davies, and we all have we all know who Stephen Moffat is. Uh, let's let's scrap that and let's let these friends write the next section of Doctor Who. I well, the twenty-second these... Doctor, I believe that is Diane Morgan. She is going to have as a companion Samantha Wyatt, played by Tessa Thompson. I don't think she's got anything better going on. No, probably not. I also really like the oh, oh her second companion is going to be Ed Turner, played by B.J. Novak. Uh, is he English? No. <laughs> you never know with those office guys. They, you know, sometimes they 
they they sometimes people and in, in actors do voices and you know they hold their nose and they do an american accent so it's hard to tell <laughs> i'm out governor i like this one anybody the, know where i can get some iced tea the sixth incarnation of the meddler <laughs> i'm the fiddly d doctor and i'm the meddler Okay, that's enough of that. Uh, everybody go check out this Doctor Who rrfs.phantom.com. Uh, give it a look. Uh, what the I don't- fucking what? <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I'm just clicking around on the different <laughs> companions. I see the 23rd Doctor is going to have a companion named Isalda, uh, played by Charlotte Ritchie. Oh, uh, okay. Born in 1464 in Nuremberg, Germany. Okay. They're also- now, I don't know about you. Mm-hmm. Uh, when I'm Germany in 1464, I personally don't exist. No, but they can... Oh, the country of Germany did not exist in 1464. <laughs> I was like, I was like, I. well, the thing about the Doctor is he's got a time machine. Uh, there are Funko Pops um, of the Doctors and their companions. They're not like, they're like cartoons, but they do... Somebody did sit there and use some kind of Funko Pop pit crew, some kind of cursed Funko Pop build your own to make all of the Doctors... And their companions. Anyway, I think that's enough. Uh, but please take a look at this shit because there is. Yeah, once we re- once we eventually get through all the We're Doctor Who episodes, all the pros, all the radio, we will uh, be. I don't know if there's fanfic here. We'll do all. I of don't it. think Why there not? is. I think there's just episode descriptions. I'm. I always like this because you know, say like you know everything goes to shit, the world ends, but somehow someone backs up a copy of the internet. This is gonna like throw off uh, historians <laughs> one day. They're gonna they're gonna be like at some point the Doctor Who uh, series converged into two different shows, one of which <laughs> went on for an additional twenty four Doctors. This is series two episode Christmas special, the Christmas Invasion, written by Russell T Davies, directed by James Hawes. What do you think of the episode? Yeah, loved it. Fucking great one. So I'm, good. I, I'm like in a I'm like in a rusty can do no wrong kind of vibe right now. Well, that's her. not true because he that's... did write Planet of the Dead. <laughs> true. He but... did invent Lady Christina D'Souza. <laughs> he 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 had some other stinkers coming up, but you know, uh, when he when he when it hits, it hits. And uh, I like this one a lot. I think this is my favorite of the Christmas specials we've watched so far. Um, though I can't remember how many. I mean, the other one we watched last week was <laughs> the worst episode <laughs> we've ever seen. Um, no, I still, I still would rather watch that than Once Upon a Time. I can't believe that, but okay. Uh, this is also the first episode with David Tennant as the Doctor uh, proper, but he is napping for most of it. But that's okay. Yes. I think it works, and I, I loved that. Yeah, right. This like, is our, this is our first. Uh, I mean, I guess technically Rose was was the the regeneration episode for the ninth doctor it wasn't we though we didn't see him regenerate we didn't see his vape tricks that he was doing. we we did see a little bit of him doing what david tennant's doing in this episode which is feeling out who this new version of himself is he's but, but after he quite after, to this extent or did we say that he went to watch jfk's head explode before he went to see rose or after he left before he went to pick her up that was after he left but before he came back <laughs> He, um, he had journeyed on his own for about 70 years. He was getting kind of bored, and he said, I need to see an assassination and do we also, to stop it. Uh, we also get to catch up with some friends, such as uh, Mickey and uh, Jackie, who have... Yeah, Mickey has seemingly experienced a little bit of growth. Jackie is just funny, like she always is, but she's <laughs> experienced... She's got a new man in her life that we don't ever see, but boy, is he hungry. <laughs> He's a hungry guy. Uh, 
Yeah, we also we meet a character here who I I I've remember want this to character. say I remember this character vaguely from like episode three She's, when I watched it. Yeah, she was in this really early on, which is Harriet uh, Jones, the prime, the minister. prime minister. Though she wasn't always the prime minister on the show, as you could tell from context. <laughs> she wasn't always the prime minister. She used to be a baby. <laughs> she, she was born the prime minister <laughs> until she got too tired, and then she couldn't be prime minister anymore. Aww. Uh, uh, we start on a, a shot of Earth, the Big Apple, from outer space. We zoom in all the seven way to Jackie. Bi- seven billion people. Oh, before we start, <laughs> before I forget, um, new segment, new segment. Clever count, clever count. How many times did I say the word clever in this episode? Two, two times. Dose. Only two? Wow. Only Makes two, you wonder but, if the segment is necessary. You know, listen. Two is more than zero, which is, like, the amount of times I would expect someone to say clever on an episode of a TV show, except for, like, extenuating circumstances where they say it once. But my theory is that they say... <laughs> extenuating circumstances, You know, Shut unforeseen up. events in which they say the word clever. What I'm telling you is that I think they might say clever in almost every single episode of Doctor Who, the TV show from BBC. We'll see. Next week we're going to get an episode clever. where they don't say clever. This is why we do a clever count. It's <laughs> <laughs> like me starting Kyle XY with the belly button tally. <laughs> and when we get to the end, it was at like four for the I whole show. Like four f- I'm telling, but okay, but think about. Well, last no, I'm sorry. It was the we, no belly button tally. We, we got, saw Kyle's belly button once. We got you clever little nano machines. We got run you clever boy. Your favorite line you're gonna get a tattoo of when this podcast is over. Uh, Gonna, I already did. <laughs> Hell yeah, we. I got it Claire. on each of my calves. We love Claire on this clever Clara. Um, okay, so <laughs> Mickey is working his mechanic job. He's a mechanic now. Good for him. He's employed. I think uh, they might think that Rose died, or at least they're like, oh, she's not back for Christmas. Yeah, I, I think really they're tell. just sad. That, I don't think that she's, they think she's dead, because I think they'd be a little, they, I think if they did think she was dead when they see her, they would go, oh my god, we thought you died. That's true. <laughs> That's true. They probably just were sad that she wasn't here for Christmas. The Look, TARDIS appears. I d- yeah. I'm Jewish. I don't know what Christians do. They Maybe they like dead. when their family's not home for Christmas. <laughs> Jackie and Mickey both hear the TARDIS arriving, and they run to go find it, and we see uh, a, a, an attempt. He's, he's got the TARDIS set to extra loud mode, <laughs> <laughs> considering they both hear it in different parts of town, and it's not even there yet. <laughs> An effort was made to make the TARDIS appear as if it's actually there when it, like, crashes into a building and then crashes into some CGI barrels and the barrels roll toward the screen, uh, fucking Sharkboy and Lava Girl style. We love it. Thank you, Rusty. Rusty, thank you for not having a big budget. And, uh, the Tenth Doctor falls out of the TARDIS. He's still wearing the Ninth Doctor's famous jacket. And he's hopped up on, he's hopped up on, uh, on, on regeneration quirk energy. And he, and first, but he looks around and he goes, he goes, where are we? And more importantly, when are we? And that's the first thing he says. Christmas. Christmas. Uh, And then he says, oh yeah, it's Christmas. And he, he, uh, oh, because they, they haven't seen David Tennant before. Uh, so Rose comes out of the TARDIS and she says, they're like, who is this? And they're like, Ladies oh, well, and gentlemen, introducing the 10th Doctor. That's the Doctor. And Jackie says, what do you Did mean? I- Doctor Who? Boo. No, it's fine. It's I still like early. It. This I is the like first episode. Okay, of fair, 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 fair. How many, how many times have we watched this stupid show? How many times? Like 20? This is, I think, our 20th episode. Oh my God. And they'd make the, do you think they would make that joke less? But they seem to make it. 
Or maybe we just exclusively roll episodes where they go, Doctor Who. I mean, I think they said it literally three times in The Snowmen. Also, let me tell you one other thing I'm not into in the Rusty era, uh, which is that fucking, like, singing lady who sings whenever the Doctor is doing mysterious things. Was that in this? Yeah, twice. Oh, I didn't notice it. I don't like it. That's cool. Uh, Uh, They take Jackie, or they, they... They they put Jackie to bed. We gotta deal with this funny mom. We gotta deal <laughs> with this lady. Take the doctor into Jackie's flat, as this, Those, sorry. as the Brits say. They put the doctor who is unconscious in a in a spare bed. Uh, Jackie runs in with a stethoscope ooh, and explains ooh. that she stole it from the medical student who's renting a room for her neighbor. Important new segment. I'm just kidding. Uh, coffee table watch. The first shot of the episode is Jackie wrapping presents and putting them under the tree, and she sadly looks at a present for Rose, which Rose never opens, by the way. We don't see when we got her. But Jackie, importantly, has a brand new wooden coffee table that I'm sure is going to last the duration of this episode. I'm just imagining that that every time we see Jackie's coffee table, it's different, and it always gets smashed up like Eric Andre's <laughs> did desk. You, did you also take delight in watching that coffee table get smashed to pieces oh it did not take long it it really happens fast they were like well if we're gonna have a wood chipper roll through the apartment this episode so we might as well get her a wooden coffee table um both of the hearts are are i'm just imagining that like by the end of series two she's got like Mm -hmm. a big solid stone coffee table (laughs) she went on like etsy and bought like a twenty thousand dollar brass coffee table she went to unbreakablecoffeetables.com um, she logged on to SearchWise and typed table. Doctor table. So uh, Rose is like, well, we can't take him to a hospital. He's an alien. That She checks his heart's beats and says that they're great. And Jackie's like, two hearts? I wonder if he's got two dicks. Hell yeah. She wants to, she wants to party down with the doctor, and I respect and it. After they leave the room, he exhales a golden light that flies into that space. sick-ass vape tricks. You love to see it. Every Ripping time this flats. happened this episode, I was just imagining Spongebob voice. Hi! Uh, did he eat a stinky Sunday? He ate a stinky Sunday on the TARDIS. <laughs> I'm going to tell you something, a uh, fun fact, uh, which is there is precisely one doctor cause of death that I vaguely remember, but everything else has been lost to my brain. So mm-hmm. I don't know what happened to the ninth doctor, and I also don't know what happened to the tenth doctor. Well, no. Yeah. I only watched three doctors. What am I talking about? <laughs> I you know weirdly I just, say I, I just want what... one of them to be like horrific. I want like Peter Capaldi to like fall in a giant blender and get shredded into pieces. I want Peter and then Capaldi. The pieces, the pieces get poured out of the pitcher and they slop together into Jody Whittaker. I want Peter Capaldi to get hit by a big wrecking ball, and just <laughs> knocked into the sky. Uh, okay, so so. Jackie and Rose are talking about. Let me tell you one thing about Rose, and I'm not. <laughs> Uh, uh, I'm not criticizing because, you know, Rose has a very close relationship with the doctor and she's very confused by the, you know, he's going through doctor puberty. His body is changing. She doesn't recognize him. There's new hair in new places. <laughs> new like hair in new places. His sideburns. Uh, but but <laughs> Rose is giving uh, Terry Green little dancing man vibes where she's just crying every every time she talks about the doctor. <laughs> 
I thought th- I think that's pretty unfair. I thought that this was very reasonable. It is. It is. It is. It's She's not been her adventuring fault. with this man for possibly years now. It's for not all we her. Know. I'm not. I I said it was good. She's it's watched not- dozens of assassinations with him. <laughs> and now he's a different man, and she's like, I don't know what that means for our relationship. Also, I'm sorry to say, I don't know if you're going to like me saying this, she's clearly in love with him. She is clearly in love with him. There's no question. She's been in love with him since the first episode. She wants him to take her away from her shitty lad of a boyfriend that she hates. Yeah, and she's like, the guy that I'm hoping will be my space boyfriend suddenly looks like a different guy who I will also hope will he's be my a, space boyfriend. He's a hot young Tumblr man, and I don't know what to do about this. <laughs> when he put on that fucking pinstripe suit and the trench coat at the end, I'm like, oh my god, he's Tumblr'd out. This is this one's for the Tumblr. This That's one's good. for Tumblr. Yeah, we like it. Uh, so she she changes the subject, and she asks about the pajamas, and Jackie's like, oh, this guy named Howard's been fucking me. This guy named Howard's been filling me up like a big wet balloon every single night for the past what month. What the fuck is wrong with you? Um, and he loves to stuff apples in I'm satsumas. I'm your brother. <laughs> he loves to stuff me full of satsumas. <laughs> we play a game. I've been seeing the amazing atheist, and I he always wants apples in the in the dressing gown. I don't know why. We, we I don't know what he's game. doing with them. We play a game called Apples and Oranges, and it's where he has to guess what kind of fruit is inside me. What is your problem? <laughs> it's Christmas. <laughs> There's no god on Doctor Who, except for the one that there definitely, put Satan, definitely the is. One put Satan in the Satan pit. He resurrected Clara. Doctor knows what really happened on Easter, which is him and Jesus sat down. They- I just censored that. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, I was going to say that no matter what you said, but then you said something that if God is real, will definitely get you sent to hell. <laughs> uh, Rose hears this woman on the TV and is like. Is that Harriet Jones? From and we learned that Harriet Jones, her old friend from a previous episode, is the new prime minister. And people are saying that Britain is in a new golden when I hear age the phrase, Jackie makes more money. When I hear the phrase Britain is in a new golden age, I start furiously sweating. <laughs> oh, G- Jesus Rose Christ. Rose is like, oh God, what's happening in India? <laughs> They're like, the British Museum is twice as big now, friends. <laughs> oh no, what did we do? We got the Liberty uh, Bell this time. Cool. Rose does give us a little bit of continuity win that I don't understand. Which is, she says, Harriet Jones, I stopped World War Three with her, and I look forward to finding out what that is. I, again, I feel like I've seen it, but I don't know for sure. Um, uh, also, so, in the middle of the British Golden Age, uh, the British space program is crushing it. They sent a space probe to Mars, and they're going to reveal the Martian scan pictures tonight at, like, midnight for all of the people who were awake at that time. Except then we follow the probe into space, and a big asteroid or something opens up and swallows it and does a comedy burp. And they go, Uh-oh. yeah, um... Rose goes Christmas shopping with Mickey, uh, and she she's just kind of talking about, like, oh, you know, it's so weird, like, since I've been on the TARDIS, I'm so, like, out of sync with holidays... And Mickey's like, oh my god, all you ever talk about anymore is the TARDIS and the Doctor. Here's the thing to look out for. In Russell T. Davies' episodes of Doctor Who, are there guys that have guns in unexpected places? (laughs) Because this is, we have, we have seen two in a row where weird men, weird, like, doll men have guns out, and- 
Speaking of which, is it ever explained, like, who these... I mean, it's explained, quote-unquote, who these guys are, but... Not did they ever, really. Do the aliens ever go, like, we sent our jingle squad to kill the humans <laughs> as, a, as an advanced guard? No, I don't think so. Here, I'm gonna look this up on the Doctor Who wiki. The Jolly Jingle Boys with their Christmas-killing trombones. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, so according to the TARDIS wiki, and I, I see, I see that this is its own thing, so this I'm is, not gonna read anything. This is about the this real, book. this is the real one, right? The, the TARDIS wiki refers to these as roboforms, and I'm just gonna close that tab and not learn anything else. Roboforms, aka the final boss of Doctor Who. Ah, shit. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> Mickey is a roboform who. <laughs> No, come on, man! The 12th Doctor is revealed to be a roboform, with Clara being the real <laughs> Doctor all along. Ooh, that sounds bad. So, Rose Rose is starting to get, she's like, oh, something doesn't feel right. I think that the, the, the adventures of the Doctor might be something, something. And Mickey's like, oh, come on, Rose. And then the weird Santa suit robot men pull out guns and start shooting them with flamethrowers and guns. They're blasting. Bam, bam, bam. Uh, They all run away. They run away to go back to the doctor. They're they're playing God rest in peace, you merry gentlemen. God blast you merry gentlemen. (laughs) We we didn't say they were like a band and they start like shooting fire out of their trombones. They're a band of scary Christmas automatons with scary masks. Though they're all doing that shit. Yeah, they're real homunculi in this one. (laughs) They're coming up on. They're gonna find Ike Kush and and kill it. What? I can't. That's a reference. What are you talking about? The homunculus from uh, from Shadow of Destiny. Ike. Oh, it's a reference for nobody. Please edit this out. It doesn't matter. Take it out of the episode. (laughs) Who cares? No, we have listeners who will remember Shadow of Destiny. (laughs) All right, whatever. Um, so they all run back to find the doctor. Uh, they go back inside of the flat where Jackie is there doing festivities. I think she's on the phone with a friend, like she's always doing. Yes, she she is. She doesn't answer Rose's call because she's busy talking shit about Rose to her friend. And she, and apparently, while Rose was gone, she I said, think it's Bev. I think it's always Bev. It's always Bev. Bev, who is the final boss of Doc. Oh, sorry. Jordan! Uh, and also, I guess while Rose and Mickey were out, uh, uh, Jackie set up a beautiful new Christmas tree. Or, or did she? she? Yeah, Rose, and, Rose is like, Mom, where did you get that tree? And she's like, oh, it, it arrived at the door. I assumed you ordered it. And then they start playing creepy jingle bells, like, la 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 It's very, it's very Invader Zim to me. This feels like something that would happen on Invader Zim. It does. And the tree starts spinning like a fucking drill. And the coffee table gets fucking shredded. <laughs> I was so delighted when that coffee table broke. I was like, hell yeah. Yay. We, thank you, I feel seen by that. Remind me, are you, a, are you a sushi ramen viewer? I am sometimes, but I haven't seen all of his videos. He made a video once that was unexpectedly one of the most terrifying things I've ever, ever, ever seen, which was he made, like, a sword of fidget spinners. I have seen where he blows it with the compressed air. yeah, he fires compressed air through it to make them all spin. I have seen that. And it basically becomes this horrific chainsaw that just explodes anything it touches. And that is what the Christmas tree is doing here. 
They're like just everything it touches just gets completely obliterated. Rose is like, we got to save the doctor, but Jackie wants to leave the apartment, but they all end up in the room with the doctor. I do have to shout out uh-huh. Jackie's very funny line here. I, it, it was the way she said it, which was, I'm going to get killed by a Christmas tree. <laughs> I'm having a baby. Uh, and they go in to the doctor's room where he's honk shoe, honk shoe, honk shoe, me, 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 ing. Uh, but Rose knows how to work the doctor. She leans down and says, help me. And he instinctively snaps away. Uh, oh, she puts the sonic screwdriver in his hand. Uh, he yeah. like s- jolts up. Blasts. She switches it to Christmas tree explosion. Yeah. Uh, sonic screwdriver check. Uh, not too keen on it but they did explain that it was remote control so i guess you could say he like disrupted the remote control he signal, overloaded it. <laughs> he overloaded it and then okay here's the best i part. love though because he says yeah. oh it's remote control they go onto the balcony they're and we literally see three of the santa robots have, and one of them is literally holding a remote control just like, like an, for a toy car <laughs> i was expecting something a little bit more sci-fi but you know what <laughs> and i'm but glad it wasn't i'm so glad yeah um the doctor says that they're pilot fish uh no explanation and then he says that he's bursting with regeneration juice and uh he goes a little bit of uh he goes a little bit of pe- uh, pedal geese from uh, re-zero his brain is trembling his brain's exploding he starts chewing on his fingers <laughs> and he falls over he said no he says, uh, I need, I need, and Jackie, uh, being the This part annoying... is so fucking funny. Yeah. I love Jackie. I, I always so love Jackie. Funny. But she's the best. He's, like, desperately trying to say what he needs for his brain, and she's like, she's like, what do you need? Anything. Just tell me. What do you need? Vitamin C? Liquid paraffin? You need- This you is need, a reference uh... that maybe no one is ever gonna get. Have you, Sam, did you ever enjoy the video game Tony Hawk's Underground as a of child? Of course. Do you remember the skating, epic skating mission- where you're in Russia and there's a guy who has a hangover and you have to collect his hangover cure for him. Because that is every single thing. Literally, I can imagine a, a little floating icons <laughs> and you have to pick up liquid paraffin, vitamin C, uh, simple food, ham sandwich. Yes, my favorite part where she goes, oh, what do you need? F- food? Oh, something simple. Oh, soup and a ham sandwich? Soup and a little ham sandwich? I love Jackie. She's the best. I love the way she says, soup and a little ham sandwich? Uh maybe uh and his but yeah he literally says his, he's go, he's going through like neural collapse his brain is collapsing and then he just like falls over oh and he does find the app the apple in the dressing gown which is why which jack howard gets using. hungry in his sleep sometimes that's not what he's doing with it we should also mention why these quote-unquote pilot fish are coming for him is because you said you mentioned that he's bursting with energy they do want him to use him as a battery they he says hook- that he could power their ships for a few years. <laughs> they want to hook him up to the to the. They want to stick him in their Xbox controller with, with the little spring on his head. Which I will say, there. this thing of pilot fish because we're going to learn very soon. If you don't know what pilot fish are, it's, it's like a metaphor he's doing. They're like little fish that swim alongside a shark, and it's like a a mutually beneficial. Uh, uh, what you call it? Is it though a symbiotic relationship? Yeah, 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 where they, they, like, eat parasites off of the sharks, and in exchange, uh, the sharks let them, like, eat, like, a little bit of leftover fish shreddings. Uh, so they're like, okay, if these are pilot fish, that means that they are accompanied by something much more dangerous. Um, the, the things that they're accompanied by 
are not here for the doctor. No. I guess I guess they don't work this together. This is why I they... was really confused about this part, and I think the episode might have been better if they had simply cut the Christmas robots, because they seemed kind of unrelated. But they were yeah. fun, and they had a fun factor to them that I liked. Yeah, uh, I, I didn't mind it. It doesn't make a lot of sense, but I don't mind it. The Meanwhile, uh, dying, one of the doctor's hearts yeah, has stopped, which is not, not good. Great. And also, it's after midnight, so it is now Christmas. Merry Christmas. It's Mer- Merry Christmas time, and to celebrate uh, a scientist named Llewellyn... Daniel Llewellyn. Llewellyn, Llewellyn DeGeneres... Uh, is going to share the results uh, of the probe launch at the appropriate time that everyone's watching TV, which is, <laughs> you'd think they would want to wait until people are awake, but uh, unfortunately, well, it's like, midnight on Christmas, everyone's found, staying up to we found, presents and watch uh, for Santa and stuff. We found Mars, Mars is real, Mars confirmed... But oh my god, a big scary alien monster! Yeah, he's, going, he's also like it was an unqualified success, and everyone's like, "What about the part where it looked like it got eaten by a rock for a little bit?" And he's like, "It was an unqualified success." And Am yeah, I... we see a scary alien monster, Uh-oh. big big scary guy. And this is where I remembered this episode was this part. Okay. Um, he goes so Llewellyn to, goes to yeah. Unit HQ. Unit's he meets here. with Prime Minister Jones and her right hand man Alex. Did she you like how every herself, time? Hello, Harriet Jones, Prime Minister. He says, she "I does know." It. She does it so many times. That that joke is done a lot of times where she's like, I'm the pro-. And I don't know if it's supposed to be like a funny joke or if it's supposed to be like a character thing about, oh, she's so humble. She she doesn't expect people to know that she's the prime minister. I don't know what it was going for because I have no context for this character, but I did like it. I liked it every time it happened. Um, And she she basically says, oh, my God, aliens. Right now they're saying it's a prank. Um, yes, they are. They are covering. They're saying it was a hoax. The satellite was hijacked by students. And it was she's like everywhere again. She's like, they don't know. Just like when the mannequins were massacring people in the streets. It was improv everywhere. Prank gone wrong. We, th- we thought that we arrested all of them. Um, the, I like in this world, improv everywhere is like a terrorist organization. <laughs> yeah, they're, they're underground improv everywhere cells you that put we in failed your, to capture. You download the MP3 file, you all go to a s- certain location, put in your headphones, and it tells you to kill various presidents and political <laughs> dignitaries. Uh, While okay. an annoying pop song plays. <laughs> Alright, everybody, pull out your gun and let's start killing people. <laughs> Do people do people know what the fuck we're talking about? Did those videos get enough views that there's a chance that our listeners remember this? I'm sure people remember Improv Everywhere. If people Everywhere remember Improv moms. Everywhere's uh, MP3 experiments, leave us a five-star review on iTunes. Oh, yeah. We never tell people to do that. And tell a friend that you remember that you remember it and to listen to Dr. Ha. Okay. Tell, um, tell, tell your local friend that you remember Improv Everywhere's famous flash mobs. There's a part where, uh, where Harriet Jones tells... Uh, Llewellyn that she is in on the he's like he doesn't know about aliens that much but she does and she says that I, she, I loved this yeah. she's like she's like and it's a type of alien we've never seen before and he's like what do you mean and she's like well let's just say there's an active parliament banning my my autobiography is this like is, this like, is there a conspiracy here where Harriet Jones like became prime minister to shut her up and stop her from talking about the aliens or something I don't know I haven't seen it it's freaky uh anyway she the uh she does request that is a that is a wild thing that you just said i'm sorry it took me a second to realize that you were saying that they made her prime minister so that she wouldn't tell anyone you know you know what would really take away someone's credibility when they talk about aliens is making them the prime minister Uh, i think that would exactly do that because if if the prime minister starts saying i saw aliens people would say oh we need a new prime minister 
I mean, uh, I mean, in this episode, they replaced the prime minister by saying she looks tired. So that's so good, by the way. We'll get there. Uh-huh. Uh, so yeah, this is the scene where Mickey goes on Searchwise and learns about Pilotfish. Uh, and yeah, back at Unit HQ. Uh, oh yeah, I like. Uh, I wrote down this guy's name in case he appeared before this. He, he dies in this episode, so I don't know if we'll see oh, him again. But Major Blake. Uh, Major Blake is the. Do man. you know he's actually his name is uh, his James T. Blake the Fourth. Oh no! The great grandson of the world's most evil bus driver. Oh no! I can't that is stress horrible, enough considering he is black. I can't stress enough the fact that, like, unfortunately for history, Doctor Who has seared the name of James T. Blake in my memory forever, and I will never forget the name of the the shitty bus driver who was racist and like. Just he's... get a grogger. Shut up. It's not that big a deal. <laughs> Like they they immortalized that man uh, by making James uh, T. Blake. <laughs> Boo! Uh, okay. Uh, at some point, I know that uh, Harriet Jones, Prime Minister, uh, requests Torchwood Institute get to work, and she's like, and yes, they're like, and Are you uh, sure? of course, Torchwood Institute will appear at the end of this se- uh, series in Army of Ghosts. But I was actually pretty surprised to hear about them this early. I wonder if they appear in series one at all. And, and and when she does it, I, f- I feel like there's a, are you sure? Are you positive? Or like, is it really Well, the thing, that bad? the thing is, sh- even she as the prime minister is not supposed to know about right, Torchwood, which makes me think secret. they probably are in series one. I she mean, apparently Torchwood them. Institute was created by, uh, by Queen Victoria herself. Yeah, to fight werewolves or something. <laughs> uh, I, I wanted to say about uh, Major Blake, he had a line that I thought was funny because uh, Llewellyn is like... He's like hitting all of his brain cells together to think, 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 think so hard. And he's like, he's like, well, if the blah, 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 they were not on the surface of the planet and their ship seemed to something, something. Is it possible that these might not even be Martians? I am obsessed with the idea. And Major Blake is just like, of course not. Martians look completely different. (laughs) See, I think it's really funny because, of course, there are no Martians because, like, it's right there. Wouldn't they know about them by now? But no, it's that the Martians are there. They just don't look like that. Right. Well, you know, we know what the Martians look like. They look like Ice Warriors. They're the Ice Warriors. <laughs> Patreon.com slash Potting Bros. Listen to our episodes, Space Madness and Going Out with a Mukbang. <laughs> very good episodes. Very to bad about Doctor the, the very Ice bad Warriors. Doctor Who monster, if you ask me. Uh, okay, so... So There's also it, a, a computer lady named Sally Jacobs. I wrote down her name in case she uh, ever blood type A. A positive. A positive. I'm positive that her blood type is A positive. <laughs> in case that matters later, it will. Yeah, I'm sure it will. I just, you know, you and, go on the, you know, when you, you know how like every anime character has a blood type? I just went on Doctor Who Wiki and it was there, so I felt like sharing <laughs> it. You, you Googled Sally Jacobs Ketsueki Gata. <laughs> I don't know what that means. It's not every it's day. It's the Japanese blood type personality stuff. Oh, it's, yeah, I, I really know nothing about. The, what the personality type thing is i just it's all bullshit well, i know it's Who all cares? bullshit but well, whatever uh so wait, wait wait sorry you you don't know if it's bullshit that your no, blood type no, no, determines no, your personality no. i know it's all bullshit i just don't know what each blood type like if you oh, have okay, a b gotcha. blood type are you bakugo but if you're a positive you're midoriya like what is it <laughs> what does right. it mean if you have a certain blood type you're shouty and you say timmy <laughs> that's right yeah uh sally jacobs blood type a positive says that there's a spaceship approaching earth <laughs> did Mickey, you notice who by is the way inexplicably yeah 
He literally just turns to Rose. I don't know what he's been up to since we last saw him in Rose, but he turns to Rose and he's like, take a look. I've got access to the military. <laughs> I went on burglar buddy. He's just looking that. at unit data. I mean, I don't know. I know that he's going to like infiltrate Torchwood at the end of the series. So like, I don't know. Maybe he's, he's a, hacker. a hacker. Did you? He learned how to way, hack while she was gone. I don't know. Just because of the times. It was the times. There were several characters in this episode wearing big, big Bluetooth headsets. And I was wondering when they were going to start <laughs> going cyber mode. Uh, so we see four aliens, and they speak alien language. And Rose is surprised, because she's like, normally the TARDIS would be translating for him. Turns so out that the she, doctor is necessary for the translator to work for some She reason. says that the doctor must be, like, part of the TARDIS circuit. And it's if just he's out, then the TARDIS doesn't do its, it's stuff. It's just because she won't cooperate if her uh, her husband is, is asleep. That's right. So... Uh, Alex, the right-hand man of the Prime Minister, Harriet Jones, nice to meet you. Uh, he gets to work on translating the message which you can do. based on, like, 25 words, which is It's fine. very easy. And he's got a little, he's got the little President Davidson laptop from, from Decker. He's just, <laughs> just typing uh, in. We, off-screen, the U.S. president, who would have been Bush, but I assume it's not Bush. Uh, why do you assume, excuse me, why do you assume it's not George Bush? Because it's Prime Minister Harriet Jones. Like, what is what is stopping, you know, David Tennant from meeting President Barack Obama? And fucking. And f- <laughs> what is stopping Barack Obama from being there in an episode and then a big gorilla shows up and says it, w- it would almost be an honor to kill you? <laughs> <laughs> well, that's copyright infringement for whatever show that was on. Okay, here's my, qu- here's my question to you. What... Are the odds that a living former president, like a person who has been president in the time of the show being on, appears on Doctor Who? Or do you think it'll be like President James Johnson from Metal Gear? None. No. Oh, do you mean like, you don't mean that as as an actor? No, no. I'm saying like, is there ever going to be a time where like the doctor meets- Oh, like how in Watchmen they had a horrible rubber face uh, Richard Nixon. Oh, yeah. Do you Um, think that like- No, I just don't think they'll do that. You don't think they'll do like- I don't uh, think they'll do that. Like Bill Clinton will be there or George Bush or I mean, we met like- we met like Senator Alstott or something. On well, they showed fucking... uh, they showed. Uh, tr- <laughs> Do you want to know the weirdest thing my brain almost did? Is I went to say Winston Churchill, but my brain was telling me to say Ashton Kutcher, <laughs> the great Prime Minister Ashton Kutcher, who you know got England through World War II and didn't ever do anything racist or evil in his entire life. I promise. Ha <laughs> ha. This would be great if I had an Ashton Kutcher impression, but that man leaves no impression. No. Uh, he's, he's an immensely forgettable man. <laughs> anyway, and I've okay. seen a lot of that '70s show. So prediction, prediction written down: the Doctor will never meet Barack Obama. <laughs> I don't Check. want him to. Check. But think about how funny. Like, think about David Tennant. No, Matt Smith, Barack Obama. I like your bow tie. Thanks. <laughs> bow ties are cool. Says, maybe let's, I should work. Maybe I should work. Let's wear move on. Time. This episode is going to be so long. Uh, okay, so uh, we learn that we yeah. learn. Oh, uh, the president says that he wants to take charge of this situation. He and says Harry that he Jones wants says, to, No, you would turn says, this into a war. He says I would he never wants to do launch that. A, a land invasion of the alien spaceship, which is, I mean, I guess it is a big rock. Um, uh, so Alex runs over with his translator app, and he says. We are the Sycorax. We own you now. You will surrender or die. 
Sycorax strong, Sycorax mighty, Sycorax rock. And he and does, he does clarify, yeah, it is that rock. is rock, as in like hell, hell yeah, yeah that rock. rocks. It's maybe my like I like the Sycorax Sycorax now because they're funny and they they say they rock, and I just yeah, I, I guess I'll let them sell me into slavery. It's fine. <laughs> I probably have it coming. I don't know what my blood type is though. Oh, also, I I should clarify. He says, "Clara, surrender, or they will die." Yeah, who's they? Who is they? Who's that mean? (laughs) They have a single non-binary person on their spaceship holding them hostage. (laughs) No, the uh, uh, (laughs) this is wild. Rose is looking at the comatose body of the doctor, and she says, "This isn't like you." You would save us, doctor, but unfortunately, <laughs> would never be in a coma. He would never go honk shoo me me me. <laughs> I I felt really bad for Mickey. He's like trying to comfort her, but he's also like, I am comforting my girlfriend for how sad she is that the guy she clearly would rather be with is. He, he not. literally says like, "Do you love him?" and she like gives him a big hug and doesn't answer the question. Poor Mickey. Poor Mickey. He's uh, so fine. So the Sycorax, uh, they do glowing blue hand. And one third of the entire all, population, including old Sally, get, what's her name? I already forgot. S- Sally Phillips? Uh, no, that's Sally Phillips. Yeah, from the TV, from real life. No, this is Sally Jones? No, that's Harriet Jones. They all, get, they all get plum bobs Jacob, over their Sally Jacobs. They all get plum bobs over their head and they all go, everybody on Earth goes to find the nearest tall building and did wonder what people did if they lived in a place without tall buildings like did they go on the just nearest... happening style they like set up a riding lawnmower to run themselves over <laughs> did they just know. stand on their nearest porch <laughs> i'm gonna do it yes one third of the population of the planet uh prepared to jump off of buildings this is one of those moments and there's there is let me tell you sam next people th- in rural communities in like oklahoma are currently driving for hours <laughs> to find a mountain they're like like, uh, yeah, people who live, there are people camping right now who are just like, oh, 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 oh. um, let me tell you, you know, you know, in, in, on a scale of, uh, army of ghosts, Cyberman invasion, uh, and everybody is about to jump off a building. Uh, there is one more thing that happens in the last episode with David Tennant that I'm so fucking excited to talk about because it is oh the boy. most what the fuck happens after this moment of all time. Like, <laughs> like what what do people think about this? What do they call this? What is, what is what is it, what is said about this? What does the Wikipedia page for this moment say? <laughs> Anyways, they're all standing on top of and the then, building, and then Bill pulls up a newspaper from that day, and it just says, "I don't know. We were probably all drunk. <laughs> we were all out bowling at the pub. Uh, so, so all of them are are poised to jump off of the tall buildings that exist all over the world. Um, this is basically this the what are they called? Sycorax." Yeah. Uh, are holding one-third of the population hostage because it is revealed that Daniel Llewellyn put some blood on the spaceship. Like a, like a, one of those, uh, one of those, like, what, what is that, that uh, Pioneer? Yeah, you know, they, they do that where they'll, like, send out a probe and they'll it's, like, it's some blood and some cum and some piss. <laughs> We'll I mean, send it as a little usually prank. it'll be like a VHS of Star Trek or something. Be a but yeah, VHS sure. of, of Daniel Llewellyn jacking yeah, off into the, a cup. All the scientists got in a circle together and jacked off into their probe and onto, sent it out. Onto the probe. Not into, but onto. 
and then you just let it go. I feel like that's going to burn up in the atmosphere. Well, you know, it's just for fun. Just a bonding activity. But apparently, <laughs> the Sycorax found All the right, blood. All right, that was great. What should we do next, guys? <laughs> they found the blood, and they said, oh, what a delightful rec- caprice. This rocks. This rules. So anyway, yes, the, the Sycorax have a vial of A-positive blood. It I am curious whose blood it is, because it's not I, like... It's not Daniel's blood, because yeah, Daniel... Yeah, Daniel did, does not get up and get hypnotized. He just, like, found someone's blood and put it in the probe, I guess. <laughs> found it on the floor. Uh, I did think it was odd that... I, I feel like this could have been slightly improved by, like, if Daniel had, like, an assistant, and it was like, oh my god. I put her blood in we there. Sent, we sent Carl's blood up there, and he's hypnotized. Oh, no! <sighs> but yes, it is... A positive blood. Everyone, they're using blood control. We'll, we will find out. I love blood um, control. Uh, there's a very funny moment here where Prime Minister Harriet Jones goes to do an emergency broadcast in place of the Queen's speech, which is usually at midnight, I guess. Maybe. I don't know. Uh, and there's a part where she turns to the, she turns off camera and goes, did we ask about the royal family? Oh, they're on the roof? <laughs> I was so delighted by that line. I was just like, yeah, fucking do it, old lady. You old hag. You old rat. <laughs> but you know that if she does it, then two billion other people also do it. They just gotta push the button that makes the incest blood do it. So she is like, this is this is an, unnorm- the, an ab- this abnormal is message. This is weird. But I, I have to do this. Doctor. If you're out there, or if anyone can find the doctor, we need you now more than ever. Rose seems to just think in this moment that he's dead, and she just, like, starts crying, and she's like, He left me! He left me! He's just napping. He'll he's get up. sleeping. He's got the vape clouds coming out of his mouth. Uh, and then the whole planet starts shaking, and windows explode as the Sycorax ship enters it's the big, Earth's atmosphere. It's a big rock. Big it's a big rock. rock in space. I mean, in the sky now. Um... So Rose, I really like this part. I liked, Rose is like, she's feeling like completely helpless. She's like, there's nothing we can do. All we can do is just carry him to the TARDIS and hide because they can't get into the TARDIS. Mm-hmm. So they all they all just go to the TARDIS with the doctor. Um, uh, and they're like, I don't know what's going to happen. I guess we'll just wait out the end of the world. Uh, meanwhile, back at Unit HQ, um, the... Sycorax are requesting their leader. Uh, I believe that Harriet Jones, Prime Minister of UK, has decided that she will be speaking uh, for That's all of humanity. <laughs> this is like so. The UK up. is currently at the like, top of the leaderboard. Like, could you imagine? Could you imagine any of the past British prime ministers of the past like thirty years being the arbiter of our fate? <laughs> I don't know the current British prime minister. I think it's Rishi. Is he is he Rishi Sunak? Is he even still prime minister? He is currently prime minister. He's last. Who was the last one? Oh, Liz uh, Truss. Liz Truss, and she was she was uh, subbing her way through the prime. I, do, I don't care about or believe that. <laughs> I, know. I don't. She's she was prime minister for a beautiful, blissful like two months or whatever. Two beautiful. <laughs> and, and she says, "I am happy to volunteer to represent all of humanity <laughs> for the Sycorax." Uh, I never thought I'd say this, but let let George Bush do it. <laughs> So Harriet and Major Blake and Daniel Llewellyn and Alex last name all get teleported onto the ship. And one of the, I, I like this part where the Sycorax leader starts to like take off 
what is revealed to be a nasty, nasty helmet. And they're like, oh, maybe it will look less scary. And then it reveals an even nastier head. <laughs> He's got, like, exposed muscles. It's horrible. <laughs> um, so the two options are surrender. Half of humanity will be sold into slavery. Um, and your natural resources and gems and jewels. I do remember they specifically said, like, jewels and gems at some yes, point. Yes, we are here for your natural resources. And jewels and gems. Or and the doctor who is a battery right now. Everybody will jump. And this is such a, like, trolley problem-ass proposition for the Prime Minister of the UK to make, which I really, once again, I don't want her to have to make this choice. Is it, though? Well, what would you do? You're saying know. you could sell half of us into slavery or kill a third of us? Yeah, what would you do? Kill a third of us. It's uh, way less people. It's way less people, but do you want to have a third of the entire population of Earth's blood on your hands? Maybe space slavery rules. I mean, it's all A-positive. What do I care? That's the worst <laughs> blood type. They're all the guys who say, Tim <laughs> They're not nice. So They're... you're saying you'll kill all two billion of our Bakugos? You're going to kill all the rudest guys on the planet that are so mean and loud and angry, and they all have... Ex- they all have well, here, sp- let me look up the blood types. <laughs> Which anime characters are A positive? No, you do the blood types. I'm going to do the real research. A positive anime character blood type. Uh, Yagami from Death Note. That's the only one who I know. Sakura from Card Captor Sakura. Uh, She's dead. Asta from Black Clover. Never seen that. Jumping. Oh, no. Sa- Sailor Mercury from Sailor <laughs> Being Moon. scraped off the pavement. <laughs> These are, I don't know any of these. I don't. So it looks like the positive negative is not part of this, but uh, all of the people who are going to jump are Wait, Bakugo does intense. have the A-type, blood type A. Sorry? I said Bakugo does have A-type, A, A, A positive Well, he's type. organized, intense, detail-oriented, rational, reserved, polite, trustworthy, I don't think he's patient, any of these fucking things. responsible, perfectionist, but also, here's the negative qualities- Shy, obsessive, sensitive, obtuse, orthodox, stressed, withdrawn, stubborn, and exaggerated. So I mean, all those people st- are fucking st- dead. I, I, don't, I don't think Bakugo does any of those fucking things. I mean, it is possible that when they chose that blood type, they weren't thinking about this. They weren't thinking about Bakugo? <laughs> or they weren't <laughs> thinking about meant, people who yeah. were going to jump off of the roofs? The roofs of Yeah, I think when they wrote this episode, they probably didn't have Bakugo in mind specifically. (laughs) I just think there should be a shot of him up there somewhere, just as a little Easter, a little tip of the hat to the fans. (laughs) When you say a shot of him up there somewhere, I just pictured, like, a starry sky and, like, the constellations (laughs) for Bakugo giving a thumbs up. (laughs) Didn't Bakugo fucking die? (laughs) I don't know. I I dropped that show so long ago. Is he in hell? (laughs) Probably. (laughs) Um, I dropped that show after they after they fucking did the Hot Springs episode where they were like, "Isn't it so gross that Great Boy uh, Minetta is trying to spy on all the girls?" Let's spy anyway, on all the here girls. they are. Here they are. Do you like it? No, Minetta. Minetta is. I haven't watched that show in a long time either. But Minetta is the, basically the reason that everyone I know stopped watching that show. <laughs> you can't you can't be like, oh, isn't he gross? What a loser. But also no, I need to show you what he's looking at. He's so funny. He's so funny. Um, I mean, I think the author of My Hero Academia said that Mineta is like his pervy side in a character, and he's like, I don't know why everyone hates him. He's the part of me that wants to look at schoolgirls. I don't know why. I love Mineta. I think he's great. He's, he's me. Uh okay. 
So uh, they all put the, the yucky heads, gross. Uh, there's a guy, uh, Llewellyn does, he does diplomacy mode. He uses all of his uh, negotiator cards. Yeah, he's uh, like, please, compared to you, humanity are just children. And we need your help and compassion because we've only just <laughs> let those bones, beautiful bones, breathe. You want my compassion? Let me get your skeleton out for you. Hey, <laughs> thanks, Mister. With my lightning whip, and then the and then Blake, uh, Blake the Snake, uh, the fourth. Uh, he's like. Hey, no, killing prisoners is wrong. Ah, Surely your bones. species must forbid killing prisoners. That's wrong. Let me go ahead and delete that name. Won't be needing that anymore. Uh, uh, then the the <laughs> the rule of threes here, I, I thought was very good. Harriet Jones, Prime Minister. And Alex looks at his translator app and he's like, yes, we know who you are. You rock, by the way. Girl oh, that power. was a great joke. Uh, You're a real girl boss, Harriet Jones. They huck the doctor into the TARDIS. Uh, they just kind of loosely toss him in there. Mm-hmm. I thought this was interesting. Rose says, like, she's flown the TARDIS before, but it feels like that information has been, like, locked away somewhere in her brain that she can't access it the while doctor, the doctor is The doctor hit her, hit her over the head real good. That's kind of um, interesting. Jackie comes um, in with a thermos full of tea. This will be important later. She goes outside to get the rest of her funny snacks that she brought. Um, mm-hmm. But before they can do that, Mickey wants to watch the, like the broadcasts, and he's like, "Let me fiddle with this knob," and it, it turns on Doctor Who Signal JPEG to show all the classic episodes. Yeah, well, what this was was that the Sycorax detect the TARDIS. Yeah, and then on. they beam it up to their their ship. Yeah, they're, they're like, "You have been hiding." powerful machinery from us humans and they they teleport the tardis onto their ship as jackie is like walking towards it and she's like wait what come back you left without me guys uh, on the sycorax gonna die <laughs> on the sycorax ship um uh rose is like oh my god we gotta get my mom she doesn't know they're on the ship and then she goes outside and then a big one of the big guys gets her also yeah. on the inside of the ship this is like the the visual of this episode that lasted in my brain for 10 10 years it's like big rocky arena it's like a big arena uh-huh. with like tiers of guys and then every time someone says like but we are we are we will get you and they all go <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yes no. there's like hundreds maybe thousands and they're of like partying like watching fun. in a big like stadium this, okay let me see, this is fucking bullshit because like you know in episode one it's like what if there was one sicker axe it's so scary but then in this one it's like what if there was a million sicker <laughs> shut up <laughs> Uh, so Mickey is like, what's going on, Rose? And he follows her out and she's like, close the door, Mickey, close the door. And he manages to close the door, protecting the doctor right before he's grabbed. And he drops uh, the thermos. He also spilled some tea, oh, that which starts dirty, to dirty. drip through the like TARDIS floor grate onto that some TARDIS wires. Dirty top of the tea, that filthy, nasty Rose. tea. Um, uh, and the tea fumes, the stink lines, you see the stink lines go into the doctor's nose and the, the, his inner Brit goes like Popeye mode. And he does like big muscles. Oh, good show, he says as he wakes up from the, from the smell of burning tea. <laughs> or is that it? He's like, you're burning the tea. Goodness me. Uh, I like that, that Harriet Jones has like a little reunion with Rose where they like hug and they're like, what the fuck? She's like, congrats on becoming prime minister. What the hell is going on? 
Hey, good to see you. I I'm so glad you're you're a, you're an ethical politician now. And she says, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, so uh, Rose does a kind of cool thing here that I liked, where she's like doing her best to go doctor mode, and she starts. Uh, I I loved this. I she's like, well, now, if the doctor can't be the doctor, someone's got to do it. And she she, she like very just, nervously addresses the sick. She's basically she's, pulling out all of the vocabulary that she learned when like all. Yes. Of it, it's, I'm I'm pretty sure this is all nonsense. Just like she's. I mean, well, when she says the dollar. No, here I've written down her speech. Um, I, I'm no, telling I, you, this is. I this skipped is, a little bit of it. But yeah, she's like. In accordance with the Article 15 of the Shadow Proclamation, I command you to leave Earth with the authority of the Slithing Parliament of Rexacora Kofil Vitorius and um, the Gelf Confederacy, the Jagras, uh, the Daleks. <laughs> <laughs> they also do laugh. They do the laugh again. And then, and then, stolen words from a wailing child. And then, wait, they're speaking English. Wait a minute. Hum on a what? And, and he's like, English? I would never dirty my tongue with such primitive bile. We only speak French on this ship. And Rose is joke. like, wait a minute. That means, and they look, they all look at the TARDIS, and he comes out in his dressing gown that Howard has all of his sex food in, and he goes, did you miss me? And it's a very, very strong moment. I a love space, it. A spaceman in a dressing gown made me think of Arthur Dent, and the episode was happy to oblige me with that reference, because he later says, <laughs> yep. he later, I, I think later he talks about Arthur Dent being real, maybe? I don't remember that part. I don't think I that think Ar- Arthur Dent might be a real person in this world. I think Hitchhiker real. I don't think real. so. Uh, 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 he comes this, out. I like the Sycorax yeah. leader tries to whip him with the lightning whip and he just like catches it and goes you could put someone's eye out with that and like tosses it aside that's fun i think he's kind of doing that that sort of like video game thing where it's like this is a cutscene where an important character joins the fight so they will do some big stuff that will never happen again Mm -hmm. (laughs) this is this is tachibana crashing his car into everybody this is majima doing a bunch of dodges and offering a guy a hot towel (laughs) uh but like he, he will he does, never be this epic again. He does. He does like kind of reintroduce himself to to Harriet. Here's a here's a very like timely joke. This feels like something that doesn't doesn't. He also he also does explain the thing that he was trying to tell Jackie that he needed was in fact tea. a cup of tea for his synapses. That would have been easy. Uh, did she didn't even say tea? I don't think. Uh, nope. Is the this, one thing she this didn't like guess. The era of ginger jokes. Yes. This feels so outdated. Like, not that, to be like, wow, this is so uh, offensive or whatever, but it's just like, I don't feel like this is a thing that people do anymore, but he's like, am I ginger? I want it to be ginger. Ha, ginger, 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 ha, 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 uh, But then she says, no, and then goes, ah, ah, jeez. I like that he, he, like, turns on Rose and he's like, and you... You totally gave up on me. And he's like, oh, geez, am I rude now? <laughs> I love when the doctor's just vibing out his personality. It's so good. Yeah, I... I have mixed feelings about this, not because I don't like it, because I, I like it a lot. I just, it makes me wonder, is every doctor going to have a cookie-cutter version of this scene where they just do this? Ex- I, I assume it won't be like that. I assume it, it it'll feels, play out differently. Uh, it feels to me like this is just a fun part of being, fun part of playing the doctor and every actor is going to bring their own spin to it. Because I remember Matt Smith's version of this scene, and he's like, doing his chaotic, oh, manic pixie, now? pixie dream man hmm are you working is he hmm i genuinely don't remember is matt smith ginger no i don't think so but i'm not good with okay. color i couldn't i, I see... genuinely can't remember what color his hair is 
Oh, you said, am I quirky now? I thought you said, am I working now? I thought you were on call or something to end the episode. <laughs> no, I am not currently on call. He he does remember Harriet, uh, and she she's like, are you the doctor, the new doctor? Do you pass on the title? And he's like, no, no, it's just me. I'm the doctor, and I remember us at our adventure together. I remember Sorry. what you said when we were trapped in Downing Street in a previous episode. You said, uh, run, you clever boy. I like I like this part where the sick where the sicker ex leader's like, Who are you? And the doctor's like, I don't know. <laughs> that was funny. David Tennant's funny. He's a funny He's funny. funny. I, I think this is the most I not that I don't like the tenth doctor, but this is far and away the most I've liked him. Which in a sense does suggest that it's all downhill from here, but I don't think No, he's he's great. He's a good doctor. <laughs> I don't think that's the case. Um, I just think this is a really good episode. He then um, he sees a bit he sees the big kill everybody button and he goes, Well, 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 look at this button. You know, something I love this about where he's me. like, This is a perfect test of what kind of guy I am. What do I do when I see a big glowing button? <laughs> he opens it up, he sees the bloody tastes the blood he has a taste for human blood oh god oh no oh my I god love, i love he tastes he's like oh positive <laughs> a positive with a hint of iron he says um, and then he, he immediately recognizes blood control he goes ah oh, blood control i haven't seen this in years okay here we go i'm gonna press the button presses the button and apparently nothing happens because the instinct to not kill yourself is much much stronger than than the instinct that blood control like yeah, it makes sense. He, he yeah. says it's basically hypnosis. Like yeah. you can't hypnotize someone to jump off a building. And then the doctor, this is I didn't like this that much. Uh, the doctor just starts quoting Lion King when he's like doing his. Uh, I mean, I do like you know the doctor is always doing this fucking humans are so clever blah 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 blah. blah, blah. But this is like humans are so clever, and then he starts quoting the Lion King, and he's because he's he's hop, hopped up on regeneration energy, and he's like not really. Like his his brain is not moving as fast as his mouth, but also it was kind of dumb, and I didn't like it that much. I I didn't mind it. I think for me, it was helped by the fact that it wasn't. I didn't recognize it as the Lion King. If he had just been like, because that's the circle of life, and it moves us. All. Oh wait, that, I don't think it's. I don't think it's. Is, I don't think it's of your fault. I don't think it's. I don't think it's. Uh, the show's fault for you not knowing the but, opening but lyrics of one of the no, most no, no, famous no, 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 no. Because what he says, ever. What he says is, there is more to see than can ever be seen, more to do than, and then he trails off and says, yeah, wait, he goes, from the day we From the day they arrived on the planet and blinking step into the sun, there's more to, uh, yeah, it's the Lion King, whatever. I, I, just, I didn't reckon, I don't think that it's as memorable. I mean, it's if obviously, you think, if you I know assume the opening, it's Mufasa talking to Simba at the beginning of the It's movie. just the song. It's just the person singing the song. If you know the circle of Wait, life lyrics... Wait, that's the lyrics, lyrics to the song? From the day we arrive on the planet. Shall I go on? No. This doesn't sound remotely and familiar. Blinking <laughs> step into the sun. There's more to see than can ever be seen. This is circle of more life? to do than can ever be done. This is circle of life. <laughs> I literally don't remember <laughs> this. There's at all. far too much to take in here. More to find than can okay, ever I get it. You be found. You can stop. I still, I still didn't mind it. Oh, whatever. Uh, and then the doctor says, trial by combat, and then we proceed if, if up it, the worst. Here's the thing. It's the verse, not the chorus. I yeah. think that's fine. Uh, we get the worst fucking sword fight I've seen on TV. It's very bad. It's hard it's to follow. Great. It's I, not I great. I like, though, uh, 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 the Sycorax leader's like, you would stand as this world's champion? And the doctor's like, 
Ah, you know what? I may not know who I am, but I think you've summed me up right there. I thought that was a nice little uh, moment. There is a, so they have a bad, nice they have, moments. They have a bad sword fight. It's I'll, give, I'll, I'll give that my cool time moment because well, I my just cool remember time, that that's a second My, that we my do very it. good cool time moment is the part when they, they like go outside. They go outside uh, so you know that someone's going to fall off the ship at the end. Uh, and but the Sycorax leader does cut off the doctor's hand, and I I thought it was going to be a joke where he has like a fake hand and goes ha ha. But no, he actually did get his actual real hand cut off, and it just he had enough residual regeneration energy to regrow the hand real quick. Mm-hmm. That was pretty and then, fucking. And funny. then he says, "And this new hand is a fattened hand." That was a little bit silly, but okay. Uh, I liked it. He, I also like we get another moment of of tenth Doctor Rude where Rose is like, "Look out, Doctor!" And he's like, "Oh, good point. I wouldn't have thought of that." He's rude. He's got. He's rude. He's he a positive. Uh, he uh, over, so he, gets, he, yeah. he overpowers the Sycorax leader, and he says. I will spare you if you swear on your species to leave Earth and never return. And he does. And the doctor... Uh, he pulls out the Satsuma that was inside Jackie's butthole earlier that day. He says, I feel like Arthur Dent in this dressing gown. Uh, I wonder and, how yeah, what he's he pulls up out to the Satsuma days. And he's like, oh, Howard, you weirdo. You and horny, then, horny weirdo. When he walks away, the Sycorax leader gets up to come after him. And then the doctor throws the Satsuma at a at the wall, like at, at the, a button... It's the button that closes the trap door on the outside of the ship. <laughs> and, he, and the Sycorax leader falls to his death, and then the doctor says, like, what does he say? No he second. says, no second chances. I'm that sort of man. That actually kind of ruled, I'm not gonna lie. It I was thought great. it was pretty great. Like, hell yeah. The dude. action of the sword fight was kind of whatever, but the like, events of the sword fight I'm, were really good. I'm very into when the doctor is vengeful. Uh-huh. A bit like like uh, listen, the doctor is, is kind of fucked up sometimes. I mean, he killed every single Dalek once, and he uh, sometimes I think the doctor is a little bit like, no, we can't kill these things because all life is precious, pro life, pro life. But this is like, no, you fuck with you fucking you fuck with his little his little his little apes that he likes. I mean, the him. guy said, yeah, we will leave, and then he got up and tried to stab the second chance. You will die. The like, all right, bye. Yeah, um, I could have killed you in the first place. Uh, he then tells uh, so the he Sycorax, goes back inside. Yeah. He tells the Sycorax, "You are forbidden from ever returning here for the rest of time. Go and when you talk of Earth, tell everyone that it is defended." There uh, they go. They, oh, they get teleported geez, back down. The ship here. flies away. Yahoo! Merry Christmas. Um, and then he's like, "Wow, everything's gonna everything's gonna change because you uh, you know you're making contact with the the number he said was thousands, and that was a, a to me a low number, but uh, whatever. <laughs> there are tens. If, if this was Chris, <laughs> it would have been billions. What was that fucking incredible line from the old G? Oh, the the what was it hundred? What was the the hundreds of lives saved with the vaccine?" <laughs> I think it was thousands of lives. I think it was hundreds, but okay. We uh, saved dozens of lives with this vaccine. Uh, that's that's from Kylie's Why, if you're not sure what we're talking about. Uh, uh, so everyone's hugging and crying and celebrating. Jackie is here, and they're all crying and hugging and celebrating. And Alex pulls uh, Harriet Jones aside and says, uh, Torchwood say they're ready. What should we do? And she looks at the doctor, and she thinks about it, and she says, tell them to fire. And a huge laser bl- laser beam that I think we will see in uh, Army of Ghosts, we will see the weapon itself, uh, blasts the Sycorax ship into pieces. It's fucked up. It was unexpected. The, it's such a great tone shift because everyone's like, hey. woohoo, and they're playing the Harry Potter. They're all clapping for Hagrid. 
and everyone's clapping for Hagrid, and then Harriet Jones, who up to this we point thought she was like a, very a cool, like, nice, nice and friendly, she is kills like, them all. Kill them. And they kill them all. And the doctor hates it, obviously. Yeah, the doctor's like, what is? what did you just do? And he's like, that like, was murder. You murdered all of them. And she's like, well, you like you said, there's thousands of aliens out there, and if they, we couldn't let them tell about Earth... And she says, you're not always going to be here. And uh, They killed two of my guys. And she says, yeah, for example, Llewellyn and Blake are dead while the doctor wasn't able to help. And then the doctor's doctor's like, like, I should have told them to run away because you guys are fucked up. I should have told them to run from the monsters on Earth. And I was like, woof. And then then this part fucking slapped my ass off. He's like, he's like. Oh, yeah, she's like. Tell me, Doctor, are you an alien threat that I'll need to deal with? And he's like, don't challenge me, or I can bring down your government with a single word. No, not a single word. I only need six words. I like that he's like, no, even less. Six. And then he goes up to Alex, and he grabs his uh, ear, his Bluetooth, and all of the brain and bones come out of his ear as he pulls it out. Because <laughs> he was a Cyberman. No, but he, he grabs it, and he, he whispers into the earpiece... Don't you think she looks tired? Oh, it's so good. Oh and Harriet's God. like, "What? What did you? What did you say? What did you say? What did you say?" And they all just walk off. And and Alex is like, "Oh, the uh, fucking nothing, nothing. British media class. It's that they will turn on you like a fucking swarm of piranhas the second they smell a little bit of blood in the water." Meanwhile, we have multiple senile presidents in a row, and we're like, that's fine. We have our our senators who are just like, they wheel their coffins out into the Senate floor, and then an aide says, vote yes on kill, kill uh, all the, all the children bill. We have multiple weekend at Bernie's senators, and weirdly enough, (laughs) none of them are Bernie. The Senate is just all dancing puppeteered dead bodies going, vote no on healthcare. We love it. Not that the British government is doing particularly the, well, the, to be clear. The morally <laughs> upstanding good folks uh, in Tony Blair's uh, parliament, whatever. Uh, <laughs> so the doctor is in his, his, like, House of Leaves, eternally spiral staircasing uh, fashion room makeover, makeover. I love, makeover, yeah, he's going makeover. clothes shopping on the TARDIS, and he's like, hmm, will I be Sergeant Pepper this time? And it's playing, no. like, some horrible... Probably a horrible British Christmas song that I've never heard before. I thought you were doing. It's Merry British Christmas and everyone has presents. Come have some mold wine. We're looking so fine. So, yeah, he does makeover, makeover. He puts on his iconic uh, pinstripe suit and. He puts uh, on a 10th Doctor costume. He puts on a 10th Doctor Halloween costume. Inclu- it, we didn't see his red Converse shoes, his Converse shoes, his Iconverse. Icon- Jesus Christ. His Ike. His- Give up. It's not going to happen. Uh, and then we they turn on limits. they turn on the TV and Harriet Jones is giving a press conference. Ma'am, 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 ma'am. Is it true that you were tired? The is other it day? true that you're coughing up green slime, ma'am? Yeah, she is. There are already calls for her to resign because they think that <laughs> they she's already did a vote like, of no confidence. They did the, they did the vote of no confidence from Star Wars. That's the only time I've ever heard of that outside of British politics. I know of a vote <laughs> of no confidence from Star Wars and British politics. It's the only time I've ever heard it happen in real life. And Jackie they do it gets every a call. Day. Oh yeah, they're having a fun Christmas dinner with the doctor. And oh, they're like pulling Jackie... Christmas crackers, and and then and then Rose gets a pink, 
uh, one of those stupid little fucking paper crowns that those weirdos like to wear on their stupid heads. And they're like, Jackie, you should be wearing this because you're funny pink. <laughs> and Bev calls and says, go outside, go outside. And it's they run raining, outside dead and like, Oh my god, it's snowing. It's Except ashing. it's not. It's the ash from the fucking millions of dead uh, Sycorax burning up in the atmosphere. Oh, and- ca- catch it on your tongue. Ugh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then Ro- Rose is, uh, the doctor's like, all right, well, time to have adventures. And Rose isn't really certain if she's been involved. Am I? Yeah, I like this. I like that come. Rose was like, oh, I, I wasn't sure if the new you would still want me around. And he was like, oh, I wasn't sure if you would want to be around the new me. And she's like, of course, of course I'll come, doctor. And Mickey's like, oh, you're never going to stay, are you? And she's like, well, there's just so much out there to see. And Mickey's like, okay. Take me to see the face of Bo and a just kitty cat Just dump woman. him. I feel yeah. so bad for him. Yeah, poor Mickey. Justice for Mickey. Seriously. But he's going to become epic one day. He's going to become cool and epic. And he's going to become psychic, maybe. He's going to become psychic and get a gun. Uh, and yeah, the doctor is just, like, holding Rose's hand and Mickey's like, okay, Ayo. that's fine, I guess. <laughs> Uh, by Doctor and they, Who. they decide where they'll go next, and that is the end of the episode. Next time on Doctor Who. Want to try to explain says, what you see here? Huh? I said, do you want to try to explain what various things we see? I literally was trying to figure out if this was multiple episodes, because it's like, there are we're going to go further times. than ever before. And there's a kitty cat woman. We saw and those Sarah already. Jane Smith. And K9. And fucking K9. And the K-9. face of Bo. And, the face and of Bo. Queen Victoria. And, and like a these, Cyberman. The Cyberman. And there's like these uh, clockwork Victorian. Uh, they probably have guns somewhere in their body, knowing Russell Davies. I'm pretty sure that's all going to be the next episode, New Earth. I, I, mm, mm. I think that's gridlock above the ground. <laughs> well, we. I've seen New Earth. I remember New Earth. And I don't fucking remember Queen Victoria or the weird, like, clockwork guys. But I do remember I don't the know, face but, like, the Bo face and... of Bo is on well, New Earth. Well, yeah, we Earth know the face of... We knew that this was New Earth. The said kitty we... cat women are there. But, yeah, I, mean, I don't cause... know why Sarah Jane and K-9 would be there. Yeah. <laughs> I'm excited to K-9 see K-9 is like, K-9... remember me from the Invisible Enemy. I was Patreon. made by... Patreon.com uh, slash potting bros. I was made by a doctor, but not the doctor, but just a doctor. It was Dr. Marius. Oh, yeah, you're right. Damn. Good memory. At the hospital on the asteroid. Remember when Dr. Mario, Dr. Mario scanned Leela's brain and said no thoughts had empty in there? <laughs> uh, Jordan, this yeah. episode was really good. I liked it. I'm going to do it. A plus. I give it a Much a. like the blood that <laughs> splattered all over <laughs> the like ground. The two billion Baku ghosts that brought. I'm just going to give it a straight up A. Great episode. Great. This is my favorite episode so far. Really? I loved it. Wow. I like the Doctor Dances more, but this is really fucking good. This is a great one. And a good Christmas special, too. And I was, I mean, Christmas kind of <laughs> We needed got, that. I, I kind of, for Christmas kind of got dropped at a certain point. They weren't like, we are here to steal the Christmas cheer, Earthlings. Uh, but I think that's okay. It feels like the right. Christmas episodes are usually more about things happening on Christmas than Christmas things happening, which is okay with me. Yeah, and I said this to you before we started recording. I am now sharing my screen so you can mm-hmm. see the randomizer. Uh, <laughs> I, I said this before we were recording. Thank God that my method is not whatever's in the randomizer when I open the the spreadsheet yeah. is what we watch, because I do see Series 9 last Christmas with Peter We're Capaldi. just in our Christmas era. 
<laughs> no. But no. Okay, here we go. Uh, wait, you wanted to... What was the game that you made? Doctor... Witch Doctor or something? What? Oh, yeah. Uh, doctor... Who, doctor... Did it have a name? Who's Witch the doctor? Doc- Witch Doctor. What if it's Who's the Doctor? That Who sucks. Do you- Let's do Witch, Witch doctor. doctor. Who do you want to see next, Sam? I, I'd like a Capaldi. Uh, now that I know who's in half of the Capaldi episodes, I don't want a Capaldi anymore. <laughs> you know what? I'm going to tempt fate. Let's see. Let's see our friends. Graham, Ryan, Yaz, and the 13th Doctor. Fuck You've got to be fucking kidding me. Yaz has been in one third of the episodes of our podcast. <laughs> Look, I can literally show you right here. Yaz There's has some... been in 37% of our episodes. <laughs> She's everywhere. Yaz everywhere. I'm going to do it. Here we go. Whoa! Series 1, Episode 8, Father's Day with Chris Eccleston. Every time we get an Ecclesode, our pool of Ecclesodes gets, it's, the next, the chances get so much lower. I don't, hmm, I feel like ever, I feel like I remember Rose's dad or something. I don't know. Why do we keep getting holidays? (laughs) We're going to have to hold off and record this one on Father's Day, so see you in a while, I guess. Another Ecclesode, okay. Okay! <laughs> this is really sad, though. This is gonna be 3 of 13. <laughs> There's so few! There's so few. There's such rare treats, and what's gonna happen is we're gonna get all of them in the next couple months, and then we're gonna be left with just a desert of Clara, because all of our podcasts that we record have a horrible, horrible last season. So our final episodes that we have to do is gonna be just, just fucking Clara, 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 Clara. <laughs> Why does it say something? Uh, Billy Piper gr- said this was her favorite episode of Series One. That's awesome. There's Reapers, Grim Reapers in this one. Who wrote it? <laughs> oh, cool. Who wrote this one? So say uh, uh, this is written by Paul Cornell. Paul Cornell from Doctor Who. I don't fucking know. <laughs> I was just I was just Greg Turkingtoning you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, there you go. Next time we will talk about Father's Day with We're Christopher living in, We are living in early post-revival episodes. And I'm taking <laughs> it because I love, I fucking love all this shit except for- I love it. Bad. It's a real shame that the more time we spend here, the less time we spend here later. Every, I'm telling you, we're going to get just, we're just going to, it's going to be the cl- era for our lives where every week we sit down and see what- Either Matt Smith and Clara or Peter Capaldi and Clara are up to. It's going to fucking suck. <laughs> I'm going to be very upset. Just every th- it's going to be so weird because we're going to be like, we're, we're going to be rolling episodes like, no Clara, no Clara, no Clara. Yeah, no are Clara. We, and then at a certain now, point, like, we're going to be like. Are we now hoping that we're not getting good at, because like, I'm excited. I have so many that I'm so excited to watch. Oh, Blink. Oh, man. Uh, Silence in the Library. Fuck yeah. Oh, shit. <laughs> the Love time this. bombs are now the best episodes. We're like, please, I need the Clara. No, to not be- Blink. Now we have to have a good time i need to evenly space out the the garbage we need a clara every other week just to just to make sure that we don't get left because listen the odds are not in our favor we have a higher (laughs) chance of getting clara than any other companion and guess what sam we've got a lot of non-clara episodes which does not bode well for us (laughs) <laughs> of our 20 episodes we've seen her twice which means the pool of 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 rose we still haven't seen donna and we've barely seen martha but the pool of roses and the pool of even like you know we like yaz and dan and, and graham and ryan we like them fine that's getting smaller and the clara pool is getting bigger and i don't like it <laughs> well no it isn't it's 
Uh, the, it's just not getting smaller. It's not getting smaller, but the the percentage is is increasing. The odds are yeah. getting. Hey, bigger. we've seen two Clara episodes already, <laughs> and I didn't like. And they were both really unpleasant and painful, and I hated them. Yep. Oh well. Uh, well, why am I why am I sighing? We get a good episode to watch next week. I should be excited. <laughs> well, I don't know if it's good, but it's I'm, such a funny thing though, because yeah, we really do get a good episode, and we're like. Yay, that's one less good episode for us to have in the pool. I can't fucking believe we've seen neither hide nor hair of, of Donna Noble, my favorite companion. Well, best. I think you said she's not in that She's not in episodes. that much, but you'd think that we'd at least, like, see her. We've done we a lot. We've seen River once. We've seen River... Oh, have we seen her once or twice? I think it's just once. I said she's seen, we saw River in, like, our fourth episode that we did of the whole show, which is pretty that's crazy. Fine. Uh, if you like this, support us on patreon.com slash potting bros. I was I'm wrong. A- I thought this was going to be a really long episode and it just wasn't. I'm going to say also, yeah. Hey, recommend us to friends uh, or the doctor who had enemies. Li- enemies or people who hate doctor who and love, uh, who love Clara. Don't maybe, well, maybe don't recommend it to them. Uh, but it always, we always appreciate it. I've, I've heard a lot of people say, Hey, I got my friend into this and I, it means so much to us that people are enjoying yeah. this show. Um, and you know, leave a review, I guess, if you want to do that. Uh, yeah. that's, follow us on Tumblr too, uh, and reblog so that the Doctor Who fans on Tumblr will notice us. Um, you can find all of our episodes on noisebase.xyz. Wait, no, Patreon first. Well, uh, Sam, do our Patreon stuff, please. Yeah, I will. Fuck you. Yeah. Patreon.com slash potting bros. One dollar gets you a mildly special Discord where Mark and you as a friend of the show. It gets you all of our bonus content. We've got our episode up on the mind of evil with the third doctor who I was I was so, so fond of from that one episode. I love I love my action grandpa. I love doctor. John Pertwee. He's so good. <laughs> He's so fucking good. I've listen. I, I don't want to, I'm not trying, like, I say this all the time. I don't care about getting money from you people. I just want you to hear our fun times with the classic Who. One dollar to hear I, us. I'll be honest, I care about getting the money because I did the math on how much I'm spending on BritBox, and I was like, that, I don't know if I'm even breaking even. <laughs> <laughs> but you're getting so much out of, of classic British television entertainment. I just want people to hear us talk about Remembrance of the Daleks and of the horror of Fang Rock. I'm getting a, I'm, yeah, I'm breaking more than even in my brain and my heart. Yeah. Uh, $5 gets you, also all of our old bonus content is on there. Listen to the Pregnancy Pact Fic with Secret Life. Oh my god. (laughs) Or the, the rebuild of Pregnancy (laughs) Pact. $5 gets you a pretty special Discord role marking you as a companion of the show. You can send us a message that we're reading one of our funny voices. I think I said message, a message, and we will give you a shout out. $10 $10 marks you as an incredibly special honorary member of House D'Souza. It lets you listen to the podcast live while we record it. And most importantly, and we will clap for you when we shout you out. <laughs> as you fly off into the sunset on your double-decker bus. Thank you to our 5 and $10 subscribers. Dan Big Challenge Silva, JCH, Roy, Sauceworks, Stephanie Bolding. I think it used to be Stephanie B, but now it says Stephanie Bolding. So that was why I was thrown off there. Stephanie Karen, Tasty Sea Sponge, and, holy shit, House D'Souza. They're here. Cassidy, Destry Hawk, and HK. We salute. Thank you. Uh, we salute you, the coolest epic aristocrats that we love. Uh, who read our, I think last week was me as Donald, yeah? I think so, yeah. So this is a Ben voice request for you. Oh. This is from Sauce, Can I be who has been listening to Jurgen It. Yeah. 
Thank you uh, for listening. Thanks both of you for keeping me entertained at work since I started a couple weeks back. It's only fair. A bit of my first paycheck in the U.S. goes your way. Hey, Sauce. Happy anniversary and welcome to America. Welcome to America. Sorry that, sorry that it's in the state it's currently in, but we're happy to have you here. Yeah. Uh, so, Jordan, I've got a message here for you. I haven't read this at all. Oh, oh. I know what it is. Okay, great. <laughs> I'm not going to do Ben voice anymore. Well, you're going to do Ben voice. I'm posting it in the podcast chat. All right. I've not done Ben voice in a minute. Ah, la, la, la. Oh, God. It's the fucking Star Wars breasts page, isn't it? Oh, this is funny because huh. Ben, because, huh, breasts, huh. breasts were an ana- functional anato- anatomical feature in some mammalian species that gave birth to live offspring and fed them with the milky secreted from their mommy mammary glands. <laughs> some non-mammalian species had the appearance of up. breasts. No, you're not. You're staying here. You have to say the prayer, my brother. Along with some droid. Disconnected. I hope Jordan's still doing it, so that when I rejoin the call, it will be over. Along with some droids with feminine programming. Wow, you did not get through much of it, huh? But they did not have milk-producing mammary glands. For many mammalian species, male breast tissue generally conformed to the shape of the underlying muscle. For instance, the human Jedi Knight Anakin Skywalker had defined <laughs> muscles on his chest. I feel like probably everyone has seen this, but that is the Star Wars Legends breasts article on Wikipedia. I fucking love Wikipedia breasts. How many breasts do Wookiees have, do you think? Six? Sorry? I said, how many breasts do you think a Wookiee has? Six? Yeah, they have like um, six little nipples, like a like a like a dog or a cat. Yeah, yeah, that sounds about right. Yeah, and they have to wear like six cupped brazillas <laughs> to cover their shame from George. He wouldn't want the kids seeing that. Sam, well, it's Christmas again. Jingle and, bells, Batman smells. And all of the carolers are here, and we're in our midnight mass because we are Catholic. Everybody knows this. We're hosted on noise. Oh, yeah, we're our co-host. Right. We have more to do before we say our prayers. We're on co-host at <laughs> Dr. Ha. I'm on co-host at Positive Stress. Listen to Sounds About Light, where we're currently talking about Kingdom Hearts. Uh, we've had some some very boring Disney worlds recently, uh, but Halloween Town was an absolute <laughs> fascinating delight of I heard that Maleficent, Maleficent being went completely on, deranged. Maleficent went on vacation to kill Santa Claus for fun, is what I've heard. That is precisely what happened in Halloween down in Kingdom Hearts 2. Just blowing off some uh, steam. Next, uh, week, next week, we've got Atlantica. The bubbles! <laughs> you have to use magic! Uh, and the week after that is where the plot happens, thank God. Your poopsies are toast! Uh, on Zero to Zero, we are still, because we had some delays, we are still watching Fantastic Four Rise of the Silver Surfer and Blade 2 at the same time. Uh, you can follow me on Twitter at Breakfast Rex. Uh, you can follow me on Tumblr at Punished Breakfast. You can follow us on Tumblr at drhuh.tumblr.com. Send us an ask on drhuh.com. Nope. drhuh.tumblr.com forward slash ask, and I will answer it if I see it, because I got nothing else to do. Can I not help? Oh, you don't have man. the access to it, but if you want it, I'll give it to you. No, I can't give it to you because it's my personal Tumblr account. 
<laughs> so basically, if you want to ask Hun me, your personal Tumblr, if you want to ask man. me a personal, personally ask me a question about Do Doctor, not add Who. people to side blogs anymore. Uh, I haven't I been on there in a long time. Who cares? Moving on. Uh, don't message me if you're human pet guy. Uh, Sam, human pet guy, come on the show. There's human- probably an episode that will be a good fit for you. Yeah, the one with the uh, human pets of Galagabool. Uh, Sam, <laughs> the human pets of Galagool. Sam, it's Christmas. The carolers are out. We're at our midnight mass because we are Catholic. Yes, Can I'm so please? sorry. We First of all, we didn't say noise space yet. I did also want to say for our Patreon uh, that our next classic episode will be uh, City of Death with the Fourth Doctor. Uh, this is a Douglas oh Adams episode. Oh, dear. So, we are on the city. We, are, we have found our way to the City of Death. I'm, I'm afraid I might die while I'm here. I'm afraid Arthur Dent might be real. <laughs> this is my new Doctor Who had canon is that Arthur Dent is, is real in this world. Which, uh, but, but he's not, it's, it's not the plot of Hitchhiker's Guide because, you know, the Earth doesn't get blown up by Vol. It's just Vogons. that there's a famous guy named Arthur Dent who wears a dressing gown. Yeah. Uh, Sam, please We're on us. Ah! Yeah, lots of great shows there. Uh, check out Welcome Robot about Gundam. Check out uh, check out Pot of Greed about Yu-Gi-Oh. Check out Diet Coke and Lilith's Healths of Snacks. Check out Re- Forward Forward ReZero. Check out one more. Jerkin it from. Hey, you finally said it from Noise Space. Listen to Jergen it. Sam, can you please lead us in a Doctor Who prayer, please? I'm so fucking excited to read this prayer. Hell yeah. I knew you had the Holy Spirit in you. May your life flow like a river. <laughs> it's like May that your... professional professional wrestler church that they talked about on QAA one time. <laughs> May your life flow like a river. That was more Alex Jones. That's <laughs> yeah, it's Alex Jones. May your day smell sweet as a rose. May your nights be calm and still as a pond. May you be as lucky as an ace in a game of blackjack Harkness. May Dan the nice man smile nicely upon you. And may the doctor light your path through time. Oh, man. Alex Jones would fucking hate Dan the man. Why? Because he's nice. Because he's nice, yeah. Doctor, bye. Doctor, bye. (laughs) 